0: What was the what was the movie? The other movie? The Half of It. The Half of It. What a terrible title I can never remember. We'll do that one next. Pretty good movie. You didn't watch it. Not yet. Pretty good. It's uh there is something if we I we'll do it next cuz I do have a lot to say about that movie. Not not so much about the movie but like The Half of It is this genre where it is a rom-com but it's like high school rom-com which is the new Take on romantic comedies. I, mean I feel uh, like to, bo- to all the boys I've loved before. To all the boys I loved before. There's Seventeen. A there's a movie. I think the movie's called Seventeen, and the, just a bunch of these. A were, lot of them are on Netflix too. It's crazy, right? Like, and I, I was trying to pinpoint. What do you think? Like, what movie started it? I, I wanted to just kind of do a deep dive. Like, was it Juno? No, Juno doesn't sound right. Seems even later you than Juno. What? We need to do that movie. Like, the perks of being a wallflower kind of hit me hard. I was like, maybe that was the start of these kind of high rom-com? school rom-coms. Uh, yeah, there's a love story in it. It's been a while since I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's so been maybe. a while since I... have seen it yeah it has been a while i we will talk about it next week. Are we ready, I guess? Yeah. Welcome to the rom-com, dudes. It's been a while for me. Oh, my gosh. I just... Oh, do you feel that, guys? Breathe it in. Feel the air. Rom-com two, dude number two is back. Yep. Carlton he's here rom-com dude number one here Austin while you were gone Joe I christened Joe I just called you Joe (laughs) holy crap while you were gone Carlton I christened Joe as the official rom-com dude number three Ooh. I don't know if you listen to those episodes not yet that's fine you don't have to (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty good they're fun they're short Joe Joe and I like to do short episodes for some reason he was always in a hurry I think is what it was I don't know why He won't listen to this either. He might. (laughs) Um, So, we official. So, anyone, any guest beyond now is rom com dude number four. Works for me. It's what it is. Oh, yeah, because we always call them rom com. They were always rom com dude number three. Yeah, but Joe is our third dude christened. He is number three. And he he said he's coming for your job. So, he might be number two someday. Okay. (laughs) Bring it on, Joe. Uh, How are you feeling? Feeling so so good i think I, I explained to the guests that you've been feeling a little sick and yeah not from covid nope just just stomach issues and whatever. sometimes i wish it was covid because then it'd be done yeah <laughs> right well apparently that like, miserable
1: stuff though i don't know if i told you my brother got covid oh did he? 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 you did tell him, me that wrecked him hard <sighs> he's and it's apparently some people are affected like there's like withdrawal not withdrawal but
0: like stuff that happens even after you've recovered uh-huh. and he's
1: still dealing with that Jeez. it's
0: crazy I uh I'm glad I haven't gotten it. I I we haven't had a single family member who's gotten it. I yeah. I I've had uh I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. It. I've had extended family who've gotten it, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to know, I guess, and now I'm going to have people listen to this that are in my family that are going to say it. anyways, it's fine. I might edit that out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll t- but uh yeah, I in our in my immediate family and like my my mom and my sisters and brothers, brother hasn't they haven't gotten it Hmm. so far they I would I would assume they'd tell me but so pretty interesting Um, this will be kind of a short episode yeah we uh, we're in October Christmas is coming up so Chris oh my gosh what is wrong with me today I'm talking about Christmas Halloween Halloween holy cow I'm calling Carlton Joe I'm calling (laughs) Halloween Christmas (laughs) the world's upside down how about yours (laughs) sheesh pandemic brain i've got really long hair right now it's awesome so that's my pandemic and have, i'm looking very 70s like I you should are be in the 70s i'm wearing a leather jacket too from the <laughs> 70s just, it's a, a light brown that's
1: amazing i just registered that
0: yeah leather jacket
1: i like your i like long hair though
0: uh, i think
1: it's a jealousy thing for me
0: this is this is the long I, this is how high school was yep. right carlton would know this this is how i would wear my ha- hair in high school and i haven't had my hair this long since high school for sure oh
1: that's true yeah
0: I always cut it about when it's about half this length, but now I'm getting to that man bun length. I put it behind my ears sometimes. Do you think you'll ever do a man bun? Yeah. I'm getting close. Anyways, we're here to talk about uh, Never Been Kissed. Uh, Oh, I got a mustache too, so it's a very 70s porno look. (laughs) Oh baby, so never been kissed. Never been kissed. Have you seen this before? I have. It's I, been very this is long. The first time, time I ever watched it. Very long time. Disney Plus. You can yep. watch on Disney Plus. Very easy. Pretty short. Hour and forty minutes. Drew Barrymore.
1: I love Drew Barrymore.
0: Right? She's so likable. She's
1: very likable.
0: Um, but she's like, what you, do you do? You, do you seen a lot of Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. movies. i have a decent amount. I E.T. Think. I guess. Right? She's an E.T. huh? She's the baby. She's the little girl. Yeah. Uh, she's in that, uh, Netflix sh- series they canceled, the oh, and Santa, Santa Barbara. No, Santa Clarita Diet. Yes. Where she's a zombie. Yeah. Now she has a Drew Barry- now she has a talk show. Oh. An Ellen type talk show. Hmm. The, the Drew, Drew show, I think is what they're calling it.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: I didn't know. What else, that. what else have I seen? Uh,
1: I know I've seen her in a lot
0: of stuff. I just, offhand, it's. Yeah. The, the Angels, Charlie's Angels. She's in Charlie's oh, Angels. Yeah. I never saw it, but I know she's in it um good stuff i i always liked drew barrymore uh scream she was in scream scream's interesting oh because she they were like hitting scream hard that she is in scream she's the she's the scream queen and then she dies in the first 15 minutes like she they kill her off real early hmm. um and uh yeah i think uh drew barrymore was like she's always been that kind of next door neighbor crush kind of okay. girl right And, um, yeah, she's, she's, she's a fun, she's a fun lad. And then David Arquette's in this too, which is like 90s or early 2000, um, Chris Pratt is what I would call him. He's like that. (laughs) Is that the teacher? He's, no, he's the brother. Oh, the brother. Okay. He's in like Eight-Legged Freaks. Um, what else is he in? Uh, Scream. He's also in Scream. Uh, kind of, I guess he did a lot of horror and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, I would say this movie's pretty good. I this movie wouldn't work if it was if Drew Barrymore wasn't in it. I feel like like Drew Barrymore is the pull to this movie. She she has such a great energy that um gets you through the rest of Oh, yeah, Donnie Darko. Drew Barrymore's in Donnie Darko, yeah. of course.
1: She's the teacher. Yeah. I'll be straight with you. I really didn't like this movie.
0: That's fair. That's understand. I think <laughs> it's kind of creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's uh, like twenty five year olds and twenty three year olds are hitting on sixteen and seventeen year olds. <laughs> yeah, Drew Barrymore, uh, hel- held it better than the brother. Oh yeah, the brother David was super Arquette. creepy. Um, but uh, you know what? They like I said, I think this movie would be creepier if Drew Barrymore wasn't such a big pull for me. Yeah, and her like, o- like it it helped. The ending. It. Yeah, the ending is very cheesy and doesn't really connect the movie in my not opinion. <laughs> but it's because of Drew Barrymore being Drew Barrymore that I was like, okay, this kind of worked for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I totally understand if you don't if yeah, you don't love this movie. A, I said I had moments. Um John C. Riley made me laugh a couple times. John C. Riley? Oh yeah, John C. Riley's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was thinking <laughs> of uh, John C. Riley, uh, probably my second favorite part of this movie, like after Drew Barrymore, she, yeah. he's he's amazing. And then he wasn't
1: in it enough, but the the tech guy, George or whatever, it's kind of his part was kind of creepy. Oh yeah, yeah. But guy. he had like the very guy. small moments, but every time he was on screen, he made me laugh.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that guy was awesome. Uh, he's the one who hooked up the camera to her. And yep. This movie for me, I feel like they tried to put two movies in one because like. They all started watching Drew Barrymore's camera, right? Yeah. Like we can go through this movie or whatever. But there's a moment where like it starts turning into um, the the Truman Show, where like yeah. Drew Barrymore is the 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 show, and you watch this high school. And then like they she takes off the camera, and then that's not the story. Like I felt like the Drew Bar- the the high school could have been the story for her journalistic. Um, introduction or her undercover story and they could have just showed this series as their, I guess this is a different world we're living in. Like I'm thinking, I guess maybe 2020 internet world where like you could show this footage to anyone in 99. It's a little harder, but she would have went to jail. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, but her story is like high school is sweet and I've never been loved before. And it's like on the front cover of this newspaper and it's like, that would never happen. Yeah. Like this would never be a story. Especially
1: like this whole time they're like, like we need to get a good story. You need to get a story. You need this thing sells, this thing sells. And
0: then this is what she writes and this is what they accept. And I think that like we could talk about the issues of this movie over and over again. It's not the point of the movie. But like another huge issue I had with it is like you would never just go undercover for undercover sake. Right? Like, she goes to this high school for no reason. There's usually, like, a A lead. There's a a lead, for sure, right? Like, the principal has told someone, like, hey, there's drugs being handled at this school. Come come be an undercover. And do they ever
1: do that as a journalist, though?
0: Uh, There's undercover journalists, for sure. But, like, in that setting? In a high school? Yeah, it's happened.
1: Oh. I'm
0: sure. Like, it's probably not—I mean, it's kind of weird, I guess, but, like— I know, like cops have done it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if journalists. Have so done I know, like Twenty
1: One Jump Street, that's based on like things actually happening yeah, in the yeah. past.
0: Yeah, that's right. The cops, they're they're cops and they do that. Yeah. Um. So th- you don't go undercover for being undercover's sake. It's yeah. just silly and a waste of time and money. Yeah. You have to have a lead, and so that was another big annoying thing. But man, it is kind of charming for me that she's like falling in love with this high school teacher, but she can't really tell him that she's in love with him and he's in love with her. And that would be the story. Right. And he, he kind of says that like, I'm the story. I'm a creep. I'm being a creep because I was falling in love with you thinking you are like a student, even though you're 25 and that would be the story. Right. Like if, if a journalist went undercover and this teacher started hitting on her, like that is very creepy. Very. And, but like, instead it's this cute, well-to-do, like come kiss me in the center of a baseball field situation. Yeah. So, um, but I think Drew Barrymore pulled it off pretty well for me. So yeah. I gave it like you know it's in the middle. It was, for me it was like a it's a it's a okay rom com. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's yeah. not the best. It's on Disney Plus. If you have some extra time, you like Drew Barrymore. There's a there's a thing yeah. to watch.
1: Like I said, luckily enough, there's an, enough Drew Barrymore to offset. It made it, she made it enjoyable enough for me. It wasn't like a waste of time watch mm-hmm. for me. But it was definitely like, this was not a good film for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, there was just a lot of things just problematic. I had just issues with the story. and But I can, when I try to break it down, I, I as I was watching this, I really try to think, okay, what, what what were they trying to convey? And they tied in her, like, what this story ended up being, the never been kissed story, her story of her, Dramatic high school experience and trying to yeah. relive that. I get, I get the draw of that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can, I can see the charm.
0: It was just a weird execution for me. I think the movie is titled wrong. I think the poster is a little wrong. Like, it's, it's. I mean, it's marketed as a rom com, but it's like, that that's yeah, that's not the forefront that she's never been kissed. Like they talk about it once in one scene, and then the rest of the movie is about like her learning to kind of accept herself as a person coming yeah. back to high school like she's cooler than she actually was in high school and that yeah. she has knowledge and and because of this she can i don't know be a cooler person in high school. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So uh it's just very 90s, 90s well, so 99 90s. kind of take <laughs> on it where like it's okay to start teachers start hitting on you for being 25 or David okay. Arquette being 23 and hitting on 16 year olds. Yeah, uh, that was very uncomfortable. Um, can you just go into a high school and sign up to be a student? I don't think you can. No. <laughs> but they kind of, that's like one of the jokes. Like, I think Drew Barrymore is like, how did you even get into this? And they're like, they just let me in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I Drew, you know, this won't be our last Drew Barrymore oh, she's film. She's in a bunch. Yeah, Rom she's in a, a bunch of rom-coms, and, and uh, I don't know. For me, it was always a, kind of always a treat to see her. Um, the people, oh, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but James Franco's in the very yep, end.
1: James Franco's in it, and uh, Jessica Alba's in it. I didn't see Jessica Alba. She's one of the three friends, the three oh, popular girls. holy cow. That's it took me forever. I was like, why is this girl familiar? I really
0: noticed it at the end. Just that go, is so Jessica. Alba. Um, the guys or the people, the the there's a man and a woman who wrote this, Abby Cohn and Mark Silverstein. They they uh, are huge rom com writers. Like they wrote Never Been Kissed, I Feel Pretty, How to Be Single, He's Just Not That Into You. Like they wrote all of those movies, hmm. and then they just they directed also I Feel Pretty, but I think it was their first time directing. That's funny. Um, which are, I think I've never seen any of those. Um, I've heard of all of them, but I've never seen it. I Feel Pretty is Amy Schumer. He's just not that into you. That's the uh, Jen- Jennifer Aniston movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I've ever seen it, though. Um, and then, of course, it's it's directed by Raja Gosnell, who did like the Scooby-Doo movies, Big Mama's House. <laughs> kind of that peak 90. He was, was kind very, of a peaks 90 director. I can see that because this was very, very 90s. Oh, yeah. He did the Smurfs movies. Um, he did uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua Show Dogs not Snow Dogs not to be confused with Snow Dogs I'm curious so this guy has kind of made him
1: is a name for himself for doing kind of goofy movies kids
0: yeah like animated movies turned live action yeah
1: do you think he like
0: wanted to do that or do you think he kind of just fell into it and was like oh, I'm making money I'll keep doing it I, I don't think anybody wants to do that, but I I would give him. I think Scooby Doo movies pretty good. I kind of like the Scooby Doo movie. I don't
1: think I've actually seen them all the way. I've seen parts of it because it's got there's the ones with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. and uh, what's her name from Freaks and Geeks and
0: uh, Linda Cardellini.
1: Is that her name? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Matthew mm-hmm. Lillard too. That's who's the, been like the voice of Shaggy for since this movie, since the Scooby Doo movie, pretty much. Um. He's also in like SLC Punk and Who? Without a Paddle. I'll show you a picture, hold on. i I've seen Without a Paddle. Oh, it's loading. My phone's going to die. This guy, he's like oh, okay. Shaggy, yeah.
1: Wait, he voices Oh, he's wait. been
0: the voice of Shaggy pretty much since this since the Scooby-Doo movie.
1: Wait, has there been more animations?
0: Yeah, they've been doing Scooby-Doo for a long time. Oh, I
1: thought it was done a while ago.
0: No, they've been kind of
1: doing it for a while. Oh. For some reason, when you said Shaggy, I thought of Scooby. And oh, so the I was dog. confused for a second. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I know his name, yeah. Without a paddle,
0: yeah. Um. Well, I, I don't think he wanted to do... Like, his first movie he ever did was Home Alone 3. Raja. Oh, okay. And so, like, he kind of—he probably just got the job as a pay. He's yeah. Because like, how do you follow up Home Alone two? Like Home Alone and Home Alone two are some of the best childhood movies ever made. You know, like. Fun fact: I've never seen them. Both of them. I've never seen a Home Alone movie. You've never seen a Home Alone movie. No. Okay, that's your goal this Christmas. They're Christmas movies. So all of them are. Both of them. The, just watch the two. You don't need to watch all okay. of them. Because <laughs> the
1: third one's like a different. It's not even. Uh, yeah, it's not Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin.
0: And it's not written by, uh, um, what's his name? John Hughes. John Hughes wrote the original. Oh, wait. It says he did write this one. It must have been when he died or something. Because John Hughes died pretty early. John Hughes directed, like, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, The Breakfast Club. Oh, okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Gotcha. Vacation. Um, so he did Home Alone 3 and then Never Been Kissed then big mama's house scooby doo scooby doo 2 yours mine and ours but yeah he does family movies okay essentially um yeah i'm sure he's just like a director who just wants a paycheck and he does okay you know like they're not the best movies in the world but they probably get money yeah like i'm sure never been kissed it okay on the box office um yeah i think this movie i think you're right like it's it's pretty okay like she she is a writer or she's an editor for for this newspaper and drew barrymore is like the youngest editor they've ever had they said she was 25 and like really good at her job but she wanted to write she wanted to be a journalist not an editor yeah and which in today's world they're the same thing pretty much now (laughs) like they kind of do both but uh she so she kind of just land like she gets this job handed to her which was kind of annoying yeah because she's so good at what she does i wish they kind of show, like she gave them a paper and said like look i'm a good writer and they're like fine here do this undercover story of going to school man now i'm talking about it i i think this movie's in the middle i don't think it's that good but i think drew barrymore makes it work for me and john c Riley. you're right i think and david i think the characters other than the high school students do a really good job yeah the high school students are very forgettable. Yes. Everyone, um, even
1: what's her, uh, her friend Anita, she's yeah. funny. Because I think her cause your position, whenever it was anything that was like dating or sexual with the high schoolers, I was super uncomfortable. Hers it
0: never is. Yeah, Anita was like works. the opposite of Drew Barrymore's character, yeah. right? Like they were the yin to my yang type, yeah. like where she's always had kisses and she's always been with the guys. She's always done those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, but like even the but even the high school teacher super forgettable. Her yeah. love interest, I yeah, I, I was, could tell I couldn't tell you what her, what his name was, or what even what he looked like a generic white dude. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: like. Yeah, there were that was, and that's the thing. Like as far as like a romantic comedy, it was definitely even. It was an interesting romance story of like, because there's other movies who do this idea of like, it's a romance story but it's more about self love. Like I'm trying to think of the one yeah. with. Uh, Rebel Wilson that we watched. Oh, isn't it romantic? Isn't it romantic. That kind of storyline where there's still, like, a romantic interest, but it's more about, like, yeah. And I feel like as far as that kind of story, this movie did it way better.
0: Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I um, think it, yeah, I I might agree with that.
1: Least, like I said, on that aspect. And so, but because there's, like,
0: yes, there's a love interest, but it's, like, I don't care. It's Well, you don't care because it's so creepy. Yeah, because the teacher is like, "Hey, let's go dance," even yeah. though he still thinks she's seventeen. Yeah, it's weird. It's so and weird. so you 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 kind of have this uncomfortable feeling throughout it. But like, um, it's especially after like the Me Too movement and all this like stuff that we've lived through. You know, in the last two or three years with kind of like I feel like we've had a sexual awakening and women's rights have been pushed a lot more the last two or three years and feminism. Not saying like. I'm just saying, like this, just wouldn't pass today. Like there would not. This movie wouldn't be no, made. No. Well, this movie could still be made today. It would just wouldn't be a teacher hitting on her. Yeah. It would be like John C. Riley, or yeah. not even John C. Riley, but like the teacher would be in on the joke or something. They would yeah. have to make a change, or like, uh, yeah, the principal tells the teachers and or something. Yeah. And then, but like, you think
1: they would? I mean, I guess it depends on what they're investigating.
0: Yeah, if it's on the teachers, then then you want it. But like the principal would have to be in on it. Yeah, you can't just become a student. That's silly. Yeah. Um, it almost would have been more interesting to see. Like now, I'm trying to rewrite it for 2020. You know, like it would be interesting to see like uh the teachers be in on it and then like they're just like sneaking around the students, like they can't touch each other around students yeah. and all these and then that's how it breaks. It's like
1: way less creepy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> way less creepy and the and it would still break the tension of like, oh no, like they've been lying to the, the whole lie trope. It's yeah. every rom com. But like, oh they've been lying to me again and again, like he lied. She lied to me that I'm. She's not seventeen. That actually, she's twenty five, and that she's dating my teacher or something yeah. else. You know. Yeah. So uh, there's just nothing like they don't make enough rom coms for me to tell you like that. This uh, this movie has been remade yeah. or something similar has re- been remade. Yeah, that's an that's
1: an interesting thing to think about because.
0: Yeah, because the
1: way you're, at least the way you're setting it up, they're just. It'd be a better movie, in my opinion. There's just like yeah. I think, as you kind of talk about the journalistic side, like have a reason for her to go in there.
0: Yeah, that should be number one. Yeah, It's like don't go. You don't go undercover for undercover's sake. Yeah, and yeah. then get rid of the creepy relationship, yeah. and you've got a good. But we're just rewriting the movie. We're not talking about the movie at hand. I think again, like I mean, it's a critic. I mean, it's a critique of it still. So yeah, I feel- I, I think the the David Arquette and the Drew Barrymore, uh, chemical. Chemistry works really well. The brother and sister, I think they are they're my favorite. I said John C. Riley's my second favorite, but honestly, those two on screen together is my favorite. They work really well together. Like whenever they're yeah at the Hawaiian shop that he works at, or like saying like, "Hey, I hooked you up." Like that scene. There's a scene where um she says everyone like I'm a journalist. I was undercover, and her brother is really mad at her um, for saying this. He's like, I hooked you up, like I gave you popular friends, be and like I made you popular, and you just threw it in the garbage. And I was like, man, that's a that's a really good lying scene. Like even though I've seen this scene a thousand times yeah. now, it still like worked for me. Yeah. And uh, because you could tell how close the brother and sister were. Yeah. You don't know why, but like maybe close to they were close to age and they probably grew Cause, up together. But. Yeah.
1: Because she, she's twenty five. He's twenty three. So yeah, pretty close in age. Yeah. I have mixed emotions about that scene because they, the relationship was built so it worked, uh-huh. but it was a weird reason for him to be mad because, <laughs> because he wanted to play baseball. Because he wanted to play baseball, but like in reality, he wasn't like, because of the whole premise of how he got in was weird. Yeah. So I, that's where I kind of had issues with it. But as far as how it was acted and how they played it off, it was played off well. I think yeah. the writing kind of fell short
0: for me, but the acting was well executed. And I think it's undercutted right after too, where yeah. like then she just writes the story, and then they go to the baseball field. Like yeah. that felt like they just didn't resolve. Yeah. their own kind I of. I think like that was another. Hurt. But but I agree. It's a one. It's an hour and a half rom com, so like yeah. it's not. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, but uh yeah I every time they were just on screen, like when they traded cars I thought that was so fun and it was then, fun. and then he she dri- he drives down the sh- the road with her with her car with like the decals that he put from his shop on there which d- did he own it did he own the store or no I didn't I don't think so Yeah I didn't think so either okay It kind of seemed like he did at some moments and then other moments it, yeah. it like didn't I said make when it was
1: first introduced it didn't come across as that way but as you said later on it kind of seemed like he did
0: but he's only 23, yeah. so it's like, how would he, I don't know, 99, man. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be way more
1: appealing if he owned it. Yeah, it would have been. So that, would, that wouldn't that would really fit with the, the story either. Yeah. I do like, it's funny to me, that his dream job is just the assistant coach at
0: the school. <laughs> well, his dream job was to be major, or just to yeah, play baseball. play baseball. And then he got the assistant coach, yeah. which is it, probably like, a, you get paid probably like $20 per game probably <laughs> Like, so it's not like he gave up his Hawaii. I don't even know what the Hawaiian job was it was like a postal
1: yeah it was packaging
0: packaging and Hawaii mixed together yeah it's I think it was, Hawaii, it was just
1: Hawaiian themed I think was really all it was I don't think it had anything to do with the actual product
0: yeah so I think okay. she said
1: something about a packaging company
0: it was confusing for me because yeah. I was watching it and I'm like does he work at a restaurant and then they started talking about packaging but it was I think it was just meant to be a joke and I yeah. at that moment I think I was working a little bit so gotcha. I don't know Um, yeah, those two, those two worked really well. I think the romance doesn't work too well for me, but I do, I do think, like, though the end scene makes no sense, like, it's not what the story should have been, and it's not front, front cover news, I like the idea that, like, when the old guy, when the owner of the newspaper comes to the baseball field and says, like, look at these, look at these readers coming to support her to, um... To like see if this guy will come to the baseball field. I was I, I, I was touched by that. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, that is kind of like interesting that people like this story so much.
1: It's weirdly relatable for nowadays. Like that kind of thing would work now. That we, concept to so, so, like not in like a newspaper sense, but like a personal blog type,
0: like a a vlogger does something or a blogger does something like that. That's how you rewrite this movie, right? Is like. She should have been writing little posts once a week yeah. in the newspaper, kind of like a, a Bridget Jones diary style. Like once a week, mm-hmm. I'm going to write write my little diary about this high school, make it anonymous, change the high school, but then people start falling in love with it and yeah. then it's the front cover. Like I felt like this teacher is really cute. Uh, that that could have been it. Anyways, I'm still yeah. rewriting the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not why <what> we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, very tame it was a very tame yeah like, what the the most extreme moment was like her eating a pot brownie which uh yeah. kind of liked that scene too oh that was funny, yeah <laughs> that was probably my second favorite I don't know that whole like band thing was kind of cool it was a fun sequence um but then the teacher had to come in and like be like, I'm breaking up with my girlfriend to be with a seventeen year old kind of vibe so that was that was weird yeah what else what would you like? anything you <laughs> Stood out to you. I think you've touched on a lot of what,
1: uh, I said, Drew Barrymore, is a, she's just a likable person. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you know that she's like a good actor. This is a weird thing to say. I, I don't know if this is incorrect to say, but she's not like necessarily the most attractive person. Drew
0: Barrymore, yeah. yeah. Actually, I think she's gotten more attractive with age. Oh, yes. For, for sure. some reason. But yeah, That's, she's always been that kind of girl next door. Yeah.
1: Um, her and uh, another one I was thinking of is... What's her name in Titanic? Why can't I think of her name? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, she yeah. Kinda, I mean, she wasn't, like, ugly in Titanic, but she wasn't, like... like she's an attractive lady now.
0: Yeah. I think it's, like... Um, it could have been the... It was just the attractiveness of the time, yeah. too. You know, like, I think people's uh, perspective of, of yeah. beauty changes. With
1: and I'm I'm fully aware, like, was, the way they made her look was intentional. Yeah, yeah. So, that's... But, like, generally speaking, like, at the time, she was, like, as far as looks go, which is kind of nice. Like, it's nice that she's – it's kind of the same idea with, like, Bridget Jones in a weird way. This pulls it off a little bit better (laughs) because Bridget Jones is kind of a weird character to fall in love with. We've talked about that idea. I see.
0: I like Bridget Jones' character more than her. You do? In this, yeah. I I think Bridget Jones is a far better movie than this
1: movie. Overall movie, but, like, as far as just that character of, like, likability –
0: I and again I, I think that's why I could watch three Bridget Jones movies easier yeah. than three Never Been Kissed oh, I movies because I think Bridget, Bridget Jones is a really cool character for me. But I, yeah. I, I could understand what you're saying. But,
1: like I said, the movies overall, Bridget Jones, which is weird for me to say this now, are better than Never Been Kissed. But I like, I just I think Drew Barrymore is just a charming person. Yeah,
0: so I, it helped that for me. So yeah, it's funny we're still talking about. Bridget Jones, because, like, when we watched all three of those, we were like, look, I'm so sick of Bridget Jones. But it's such in the zeitgeist in the romantic comedy world because yeah. I think that first movie just changed romantic comedies and they all wanted to be that movie. Yeah. And it kind of felt that way. Like, this movie feels like a Bridget Jones movie, and I think Bridget Jones came out before this. I should look that up. But
1: I don't think, because was Bridget Jones in the 90s? Because this came 98, out. 98, right? Was it? Okay, I thought it was. Nin-
0: Oh, maybe it was like t- it was two thousand one, huh? Yeah, and this was ninety nine. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, Octavia Spencer's in this too, which was kind of surprising. Yeah. She was the also one of the friends. Yeah, the, coworker friends. Yeah. Uh, Octavia Spencer's having a huge like get right now, right? Yeah. She was in the Help, and she was in the, um. She's in a. What was the space movie with the girls, like the mathematician space movie? Because I, I have imdb up i can I have no idea what you're talking hit about Hidden figures that's what i was thinking
1: oh yeah okay that's what i was thinking of but i read, forgot it was related to space but, then but she like was in this uh the thing i really noticed her in was this tv show that didn't go very far it was an
0: okay tv oh show. i watched that are you gonna say uh, self-made
1: so- oh no red band society oh not what i was There's thinking a bunch about. of it's a takes place in a hospital she's a nurse oh they're all a bunch of critical like kids that are having cancer
0: oh interesting yeah. I like Octavia Spencer. I like her a lot. It was because of The Help. The Help like really pushed so her because she got nominated for so that. So I have seen The Help. I've never seen The Help either. Maybe we'll do that one. I don't think it's a love movie, though. Yeah. Uh, see, we should be doing a Halloween movie because we got Halloween coming up, but I think we're over the idea of doing a little series for a little while because <laughs> yeah. we just did the music. Well, you you missed out on the musicals. I did. I was very sad about that. It's kind of fun. I started it. Which, uh... I did, uh... You did, uh we even forgot um, Moulin Rouge Moulin Rouge what did we do next we did La, La, Land, La La Land and, and, La La and La La then, La then we shop did a little shop, shop of horrors yeah yeah that's uh those were those you know what those three fun movies I am sad you missed those you know I'm glad you're back it feels like home <laughs> did I say that <laughs> you know it feels like feels like can uh take off my shoes kick my feet up um <laughs> I would have to sit on Joe Moss's bed. I haven't told audiences this, and and my back would start hurting after, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> where here I have, like, what do you call this chair? There's, I don't know. It's not mine. It's uh, one of those, like, you can kind of recline it however you want. Oh, this one doesn't move. I don't think that no one does. I have pad chairs like this that would move. But it's like a beanbag, but, like, made a – beanbag's not even close. It's like a, It's like a ring. Yeah, I don't know. Really then they have a bag sitting within the ring, and then you sit in it. Yeah, that's really hard to describe. Now that I think about it, that's weird. The ring digs into the back of my legs right here. But I, I, I have great fondness and nostalgia for these type of chairs because my aunt had one that would move like you would. You could like oh. all the way back, which was <laughs> kind of cool. That's cool. You could like separate it, but it was made out of bamboo, I think, so it would like rotate. in the, mm. ba- we're this is a long tangent on a stupid chair. <laughs> Um, I'm not even talking to the mic anymore. Um, okay, so what else we got? So yeah, we't really go through the the plot, the plot, but that's okay. That's all right. The uh, oh, the actor who is the love interest is uh Michael Barton, who's in like alias and uh I don't know, he's in a lot of like kind of B movies one hour photo. He was just kind of a generic hot guy, I think, yeah. back then. Um, Sam Coulson is his name in the movie. Sam Coulson.
1: Isn't that uh, Agent Coulson?
0: His name is uh, Agent colson I think they just call him Agent Coulson. Yeah. I don't think he has a first name. Oh, okay. Does he? Is it Sam? Cause I watched Agents of Shield Ooh. for a couple seasons, and sh- is not the girl's name is Sam, I think, in the TV oh, show. I've never so watched I watched it. Maybe he is not as attractive as he used to be. No, he is not. I thought the same thing. Uh, always a treat to see John C. Riley. What's your favorite John C. Riley movie? Probably Step Brothers. Mm, Step Brothers is a good one. I love that movie so much. It's so funny. Uh, I think he's
1: super funny in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's not in it very much.
0: No, he's not. But anytime
1: he's on screen, he's very enjoyable.
0: What about Wreck It Ralph? He's Wreck It oh, yeah, Ralph he himself. Is.
1: He's uh, Ralph, huh?
0: What's the Gangs of New York? He's pretty good in that. Is he in that? Oh yeah. That's he's, a w- interesting movie for him to be in. Well, he's kind of a, he's been a s- he's got serious a serious comedy actor. He's he's a little he's like Vince Vaughn, you know. Like you think of Vince Vaughn as a comedy actor, and you think of like John C. Riley as a comedy actor, but they've also done serious stuff. Yeah. I need to see. I haven't seen Gangs of New York. Walk Hard. That's a great movie. The Dewey Cox story. It's so funny. He's in Skull Island. Yeah, Skull. He's the best part of Skull Island. He's the one who's been living on Skull it. Island for like forty years or something.
1: Oh, okay, that okay. I remember. I need to see that movie. He
0: went crazy, and he's, I he's watch awesome. It. Um. Yeah, John C. Riley. Yeah, Gangs in New York. He's Happy Jack. It says.
1: Yeah, I've Hands I started Gangs in New York a long time ago, but I never f- was able to finish it. It's kind of a long movie. Oh Yeah, yeah. he's an Anchorman, huh? Yeah, he's the... Is he one of the... I saw Anchorman 2 before I saw Anchorman 1. Oh, what a shame.
0: They, uh... Those are both actually pretty good movies, though. Both Anchormans. He's in Sing? Who's he in Sing? He's the... Probably the ape? I'm gonna say he's the ape. No, that's,
1: uh... He's the ape's dad. That's... Yeah, the ape is Taron
0: Egerton. Oh, right. Who's Eddie? I don't know what the character's... (gasps) I haven't seen an That's what I want to know. <laughs> I haven't seen Sing. Or no, I did see Sing. I don't remember it. It was a long, long time ago. It. We watched it a few times. Um, I John C. Riley's is like that treat you get in a movie that you're like, oh, it just made it that much better. Thanks for coming to this movie. Yes, I agree. Mr. Riley. Uh, the best thing he's done is the doctor in the Adult Swim series. Uh, I'll look it up. I should, Dr. Oh, what's his name? Dr. Frau. <sighs> Hold on. Um But yeah, I think Doctor or uh John C. Oh, Steve Brule. Is that what I was thinking? I don't know who you're don't talking about. No. You've probably seen it. It's like he's been memed a few times. Oh, okay. Kind of adult swimmy. There's um, a part
1: of me like I know that it has like Awful reviews, and everyone says it's bad, but I still want to see Holmes and Watson. Yeah, I don't
0: I watched 3.8. <laughs> what is it? 3.8 out of 10 oh on my IMDb. my gosh. That has to be bad. No, man. But it's like the Step Brothers, right? It's got yep. the two. We got uh, Will Ferrell, John gosh, C. Riley back again. They're so good together in Step Brothers. They are so good. I, I need to watch Step Brothers again. It's been a long time. Um... Yeah, I, I really like that movie. Man, I'm... What else do you say about this movie? I don't know. We could end it short. It's yeah. short episode. How, where are we at? 30 minutes? At
1: 47 minutes.
0: But 47? We talk, but we talked for quite a bit. Oh, that's right. That's
1: right. I didn't start recording. I didn't record the whole time, but...
0: Um. Next time, we're going to do... What's the movie called? The Half of It. The Half of It. Again, terrible title. It's a Netflix movie, Um. so you'll find it on Netflix, The Half of It. It's a teenage love story. I watched it today. Um, I have way more to say about that movie and I hope we have like a really good conversation about this. And people are probably going to be disappointed at how we talked about this movie because I know a lot of people who really like never been kissed. I'm really? sorry. And now I'm tra I'm I kind of switching gears. Yeah. I, fine. I like my mom, I know really likes this movie and I think there's people who went to high school in the 90s and yeah. kind of this era who have a nostalgic and I guess when I
1: think of this cuz I'm going to compare it to movies that like look similar and feel similar so I think of like 10 Things I Hate About You, which I think is a yeah. far superior film.
0: Yeah, it came out like 5 years later. So, it, right? Was it 2001? Oh <laughs> 2005, right? Or something 2004.
1: That movie 2004.
0: does That movie 10 uh, Things I Hate About You feels very 90s too. Yeah. Um Yeah, I know a few people who have kind of a fondness for Oh, it's the same year. 99? Yeah. And I am way off on my years. I would say Ten Things I Hate About You is a better movie than this too. Yeah, and so like
1: in my mind, I kind of compare those almost automatically just because they, like, so they look that they're like the the look of the films very similar. There's a lot of similar elements because of the high school nature. Like totally different stories, and like Ten Things I Hate About You is a much more not it's not even a raunchy film, but it's just more raunchy than.
0: And it it just has an energy about it that's like way more fun yeah than this one like this one is just like it has a a creep energy and yeah and kind of a vibe that kind of off-putting Definitely. throughout the whole thing that has really good moments
1: yeah and like I said it could have been a really good film like I said, there's certain ideas that just if it were executed better it could have been a really good
0: movie. yeah but for sure. So Bradley's what it, we need to do Because
1: creepiness really just brings down
0: a movie a lot. Let's remake this movie. We'll call it Never Been Never Been Kissed. We'll just remake it. Never been Kissed twenty twenty. We'll bring back Drew Barrymore as the teacher. Ooh. No. Gender swap. No, no, no. She can be the she can be John C. Riley's part. Okay. That makes a lot of sense actually. Mm-hmm. John C. Riley's part. We'll have um Zach Efron be the teacher. Ooh. And the the girl could be let's do um has to be kinda young. You know who could do it? AD Bryant in Saturday Night Live. Oh, I don't watch Saturday Night Live enough to know who you're talking about. Right here. Someone's coming up. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Awesome. Oh so good. It it looks good out it looks like you're doing good out there. Yeah, we're talking- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nope. Just us. Hey, did you warn him that uh, we got
0: COVID
1: here? We do? Yes. I tested positive. Oh. Well you might (laughs) want to go wash up.
0: Yes, I will. Go wash up. Okay. My bad. (laughs) Uh oh. Okay. I just found out. Uh oh. I totally forgot
1: about that. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I wish I would have thought of that before you even came over. Wait, well, I feel so feet bad. we're six away, so that's good. I know, but you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm the maybe worst. we'll end this early. <laughs> Talk about full circle. Talking about. I'm glad you didn't come to our house then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Amy Bryant. She's on Saturday Night Live. She's she's funny. She's fun.
1: That might be a fun idea to do in the future. Right here. Rewrite a movie? Well, just like recast it, if like, oh if we, yeah, especially like old ones. Like if it was done today, who would, who would? Because there's this guy. He does this whole series on uh, YouTube. It's really interesting, just because of his analysis of it. He'll take movies if they were to be done like a TV show, and they had to do it, and re- he recasts them. Uh-huh. It's really just his <laughs> approach is kind of interesting.
0: Uh I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> so, anyways, uh do you wanna do box office or should we just end it? Let's just end it. Today. Okay. <laughs> let me uh let me finish this up. Final thoughts, got anything final to say? No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm dying. I died. Oh my gosh. So uh this is what um Kirsty said letterbox final final thoughts you know it's a it's a good rom-com to watch it's not the worst one if you're feeling kind of down it, it cheered me up a little bit i guess i wasn't down but i was like oh, that's kind of fun it's yeah. not the worst thing in the world the so drew
1: barrymore is definitely the best part
0: yeah hands down um kirsty wrote she gave it one and a half stars and a rewatch so this is a rewatch she said every relationship in this movie is a lawsuit waiting to happen
1: and we said that yeah she's not wrong um, Besides John actually that says it a
0: lot. So everyone in the movie should be in prison. Sorry this plot was dumb. Oh, this one's funny. Drew Barrymore can only find love on a baseball field. <laughs> Cuz she has that movie uh, pitch pitch fever. Fever oh. pitch, fever pitch with uh Jimmy Fallon. I've never seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. It came out like 2005 or something. I've never
1: seen Jimmy Fallon in a
0: movie. He did too. He did the fever pitch and he did one with Queen Latifah and it's yeah. a taxi movie. Yeah. Taxi driver. Taxi. <laughs> no, that's up. That's the Robert De Niro. Yeah. Uh Taxi. Crazy Taxi. I don't know what it's called. Thanks for listening. Uh don't forget to rate review, subscribe. This is a short episode coming at you hot. Man, I'm getting a lot of text. Um. And uh Follow us on our social medias at RomComDudes. And don't forget to uh, give us those five stars. Um, You want to plug anything, Carlton? Nope. It's good to to have you back. It's It's good to be be back. back. Um, What's the next movie we're doing? The half of it. The half of it. (laughs) We'll do that next. And as always, Drew Barrymore is fun in this Carlton.